live on a Wednesday. Uh, here we are, the Ranger things. Actually, sorry, the Gautier things have happened podcast as we've rebranded. Uh, here we are on a Wednesday evening. Uh, so many good things happening. Such good feelings uh, around the team. It's amazing, uh, the, you know, the difference a couple weeks can make when uh, the fans have patience and let the team come together. And here we are. Uh, the era of good feelings so far in the 2021-22 season. Ranger things have happened. Who's with you tonight? Well, look at him. He's becoming a regular really rapidly, repping the swag he was gifted last week live on the program. Sean Beggs Rudolph is back for more. How we doing tonight, Sean? Very good. How's it going, guys? It's going so fantastically, I can't even explain it. And with us back uh, for the second week in a row is... My brother Alex, Al, how we doing? I'm doing great. Nice to see Bay is getting as close to the screen as he can. Yes, that's uh, there. It is <laughs> perfect, perfect. And behind the curtain, uh, Billy is as always at the helm. William, how's your week going so far? It's hump day. Oh yeah, it's wonderful. I'm glad to be here. So it's great. We're back. Uh, Ranger things. So much happening. Uh, a four-game winning streak for the boys. Uh, so let's talk about that. Uh, we are brought to you, as always, by Johnny C's Tees. High-quality guy. High-quality products. T-shirts. Hats. This is stitched, by the way. And this is the red, white, and blue of America, not Russia. Uh, Sean. This is top-quality shit we're talking about here. This handmade quality shit we're talking about. Johnny C, give him a follow on Instagram. Uh friend of the podcast, a sponsor of the podcast. Great guy, great product. Uh, let's talk about this four-game winning streak. Uh, most notably, uh, the other night, beating New Jersey uh, in a shootout, which I typically uh, hate, I've come to hate over the years. Uh, I was a big shootout guy when it first started. For me, it's lost its luster. I even tweeted about how my heart was pounding during three-on-three overtime, and it was going to be ruined uh, by a shootout, and it certainly was not the other night as we had a well, classic seven-rounder. Go ahead. What would you replace the shootout with? Just a continuous three-on-three uh, three overtime? Yeah, I would I would do some sort of infinity clock. Um, and I, I also, I mentioned this, and a bunch of people had, like, stipulations where once you enter the offensive zone, you, you're not allowed to leave, or you give up possession of the pucks, stuff like that, like trying, I don't know. I don't know how it would work. Uh, I would just rather them play three on three until someone scored than to stop and have penalty shots. I just, although I mean, sometimes it's it's capable of being fun, like it was the other night. Uh, yeah, with the, the other seven night round that shootout was that was, awesome. it was great. It was great, but that doesn't happen often. Most of the time, it's you know you lose a shootout two nothing and that's it. You go home. It's just it, it, I don't know. I, I like the three on three. I wouldn't mind an infinity clock three on three overtime. Um. My heart pounds the entire time during overtime. It's one slip up, and you got it like a three on one going the other way. And I don't know. That's just, it's but cool. It's, it's got to be like seventy five percent of the time that when you win that opening face off in overtime, you win the game. I would like to see those statistics. The only thing I like about the shootout though is uh, you know a, a, the, you know the reason they put it in is to get rid of the ties and you know. I, I hated I hated games ending the ties years ago, and I'm happy. That's the only good thing about the shootout. But I agree. After 15 years, it's you know it's the novelty of it's worn off to me. Also, there are there are football games ending in ties still. It's just inexcusable. Yeah, yeah right. I, think I, I, I don't like it. I don't like the ties. I don't like it at all. But what have you liked 
during this four-game winning streak? What has uh, stood out to you the most in a positive way? Biggs, you want to take it first? Oh, sure. Well, obviously, the continued uh, great play of uh, Igor and goal, and goal uh, has really stood out to me. Also, Georgiev the other night, uh, he played a solid enough game for the Rangers to win. I mean, he, you know, he let a couple of goals, uh, soft goals in. But, you know, he made the saves he needed to make, which I was happy with. Uh, other players like Capo uh, Caco starting to step up. Uh, Gauthier, as you uh, said before, uh, you know, he finally got one, uh, got one through. And uh, all in all, some of the young guys are chipping in. I'm really happy to see that so far. Al? Yeah, I'm all, they're just scoring goals. And Chris Kreider has been lights out. Igor's been big in, the, in net. And I know I've given a lot of shit to Gorgiev. He actually played well the other night. But um, I love Kreider, Sean. He's, uh, listen, I'm oh, waiting for him to go on the stretch where he goes ice cold for a month. But he's been real, like, he's the reason they're 10-3 and three right now. Guy scores a goal every game. Hey, living up to a big contract that he signed. Yeah. 12 goals so far at 16 games. Is something along those lines, I think? He's got 13. I thought he had 13, no? I don't know. Whatever it is, we take it with a smile. I love stack. Right, right. check that. I mean, they're finding ways to win. Uh, they got to win with Georgiev and that. That's always a bonus. Uh, I thought for sure going to that shootout, given his... Uh, History with breakaways not being so hot. That was fully on display on the first goal of that game where he just looked clueless on a breakaway goal. Uh, but to his credit, he made the saves he had to make in the shootout. He made that crazy scorpion save with the back leg kick, which was awesome. That whole game was great. Uh, at sooner or later, you, th- you had to think Panarin's going to start picking it up, right? This slow start that he's off to that everyone's talking about. Yeah, but like we said the other day, he's still producing points and he still looks good. I was being I facetious. Mean- this he's is got not a slow start. What are, I don't know what anyone's talking got, about. He's he got a proven draft record. I was being yeah. sarcastic. Yeah. It's, but he's got a proven draft record. I don't think it's uh, that's really much of an issue. I think people just want to see him start scoring more. He needs to stop being a little more aggressive. He's constantly passing passing it away, trying to you know help his teammates out. But he's got to be more aggressive. That's what Gallant wants him to all start yeah. doing, too. And I think he has been the past two games, and it's paying dividends immediately. Uh, you guys mentioned Gautier. That's my guy. We talked about him last week on the live show. Uh, we are Gautier stands. Was that his first goal of the season? That was his first yeah. goal of the season. It was a beauty, and I hope it's a sign of things to come. Uh, and I'll tell you this. I, I like Barkley Gaudreau. He's not a first-line player. We know what he is. Third-liner, grinder, good guy to have. Why not put Lafreniere or even Gautier up with Zabanajad, yeah, I don't get it. And Kreider, look what it's doing. Like Kako is picking it up now, but he—it's not like he looked lost the whole year. When you put these young kids with players that are going to get them the puck, good things are going to happen. We don't need Barkley Gaudreau on the first line. There's enough leadership no. on that line. Bring up mm-hmm. one of these kids, elevate them, get laugh up there. They don't look bad. Maybe not. Maybe don't change anything now. Like wait, see how it goes. You're on a winning streak. That is not. I, we, we know what Gaudreau is, and I, you're trying to develop young talent. Gautier and Laugh are showing those flashes. I say get him up there. Uh, Ryan Reeves finally fought, and uh, maybe we know maybe we know now why he doesn't fight that often. Because who would want to step up to that guy? That was fantastic. He beat the balls off that guy, and then his well, reaction after was awesome. His reaction was awesome, and so was Kako's, like sn- like smiling yeah. on the bench, and he said he never saw anything like that. 
I actually liked the uh, right before the fight. Fight, he was just like staring the guy down. It's like, like the yeah. look was like, you seriously really want to go right now? You sure you want to do this? <laughs> That's what I thought. I, I I got a kick out of that, and you know, I give the other guy credit. He, he stood his ground. Uh, I forget who he fought. Uh, I had, I'm having a brain fart right now. I think his name was Pavetta. Yeah, a young uh, but, guy. Yeah, no, he you know, give him credit. He stepped up and he didn't back down. But he, you know, he got he got lit up pretty good though. It was it was, he it was initially funny. Was it was insane. It was awesome. But I get now why you're not going to see him fight that much because no. who's going to go up against him? Unless you get one of these tough guys. Uh, speaking of, I mean, speaking of this, uh, the, the stuff that concerns me um, within this winning streak, because we have to, we're, we're Ranger fans and so we find something to complain about. Uh, they're still letting leads get away. Uh, they let it happen in New Jersey. It almost happened last night. It easily could have um, had it not been for Brendan Gallagher being a complete tool. Um, they just they're getting outskated at points in these games. The teams that I think they're better than the Devils are improved. The Devils are not a bad team. Montreal's a bad team. And for too much of that game last night, Montreal was in control of it. They're a bad team. They also in the Stanley Cup last year. They still have a lot of players on that team that were in the cup. They've got four wins. They're a bad team. Yeah, they're, they're terrible. Off to a bad spot. Doesn't necessarily mean they're a bad team. It, they're off to it, a bad spot. It also club. doesn't help that they're missing Carey Price, too. Yeah. yeah, and they're they're no name fourth string goalie kept them in that game last night. That's classic Rangers. Yeah, they played awesome. <laughs> but the, look, can't let leads get away. Can't get out skated the way you're getting out skated. But they're still finding ways to win. So let's be realistic. Yeah, ten and three. Uh, I'll take that. They're gonna. And, this is gonna be all year. They're gonna be holding on to leads like this. That's just how it's been. Entertaining. Like, it, it's very entertaining, and it's never easy, especially for the Rangers. I mean, I would yeah. say there's only been really, really two really bad games so far this year. It was that opening night game against Washington? Actually, three games, I should say, and then two games against Calgary. Yep. And okay. you know, they they should have beat Edmonton. They blew that game. That was that. You know, Connor McDavid went nuts in that game. Thank God we don't uh, have to play Calgary again. Yeah, <laughs> that didn't help either. And blowing that lead to Vancouver was really a rough mm-hmm. one too. I'd, I'd say the, the worst thing to come out of this uh, four-game winning streak. Sammy Blay. Mm-hmm. Out for the season. So let's just have a moment for Sammy the Bull as he came to be known. <laughs> and honestly, I, I hope I hope he comes back strong. I, I, he, I mean, he wasn't scoring, but he was playing well. He hit that uh, post the other night. Yeah, uh, he just was the kind a of player you need on this team. Yes, that and they haven't had in the past couple of years. Now they finally got he, him, and of course, he's physical. He's good on the forecheck. He, he was can definitely... have nice things. Yeah, but again, PK Subban does not. He's lost the benefit of the doubt for me. Whether it was Man, an accident or not, guy. you know what? There's visual video evidence that he is a repeat offender with this kind of shit. So even if he did accidentally clip the skate, too bad. Too bad. It's on purpose because it's you because he did it and he does it all the time. Didn't the preseason to Reeves. People are posting all over Twitter montages of PK Subban slew footing people on purpose. So no, no benefit of the doubt on that. And then you have Brendan Gallagher trying to say that uh, Goudreau was like selling the punch to the face. Yeah. Which I think he did a little bit. Like you see the thing on like where he's like peeking through his glove. Like it, it did the penalty get called, but still you wound up and punch him in the face. He got fined 2,500. Uh, for that, yeah, jump change. change. That's but, uh, big. That's big. Petty cash, right? That's there. petty. He's going to take it out. Petty cash. 
But uh, I mean, that's that's really it for me. And I mean, this is great. They're ten three and three. Uh, I think we all would have signed up for that start I, of the 100%. season. Um, I mean, I don't know. Is there anything else that I left out that we should that we should have said that's bothering us or that we think is good? Did I did I miss anything? I don't think so. I'm sitting like it. Um, so who they replacing Sammy Blaze with? McKeg? <sighs> no, I, I hope not. Who played last night? I didn't even in his spot. Not um. Goudreau moved up. They didn't. Uh, wasn't Baron right? Did they sent him back down. No, no. Gautier played. Oh yeah, all right. You still have Reeves and Hunt. Yeah. and and Rooney, which I love that line. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dryden Hunt's a grinder. I like him. If, if that line starts putting in a couple goals, just watch out. They've come close. They've come close. Reeves had a nice shot last night before the fight. Uh, Rooney plays really well. Oh, oh AJ just said Needle came player. back. That's who I was Needle was back, right? Oh, AJ, all of a sudden is now he's now he wants to, you know. Now he can watch the show in the chat, but he can't come on. I'm working. Yeah. I have a career. Loser. Anyway, AJ, we love you and we miss you and we want you to come back soon. Um but we'll make yeah, do well, now. You also you know, we can tell Bino is not here tonight. He's out uh I believe it's his anniversary. So if Bino's looking in, just know that you too are missed, sir. And Cobb. Eventually, we feel like you'll make a podcast this season, or, or you won't. That's no excuse. But either way, uh, we keep it going, and we have actually a pretty special guest uh, gracing us with his presence tonight. Uh, Billy, you're not the guest, but is Colin ready to join us? Give me one second. You can have a second. Oh, Billy's here? Billy's Where here. He's, he stays out of the way. I'm going to pass away on us. As we wait for Billy. To uh, bring our guest on. Our guest is actually an Emmy Award winner, which I did not know. Uh, but it's Colin Cosell. Colin, are you with us? We're close. Let's see the icon. His picture looks like pigs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You with us, Colin? Wait, he's just got to unmute, and then I think he's there. Colin, he's there. You saw that, right? You saw the unmute thing. He unmuted. He unmuted. So we're having a, a technical issue, before. so to speak. I just blame Billy. He was there. I don't know what happened. I blame Billy. Billy definitely hung up on him. What happened is that Billy's an Islander fan. <laughs> he's sabotaging this entire. Oh, oh there he is. Oh, we got Whoa. something. Oh boy, there he is. Hi. Oh. Alan, how are you? I mean, a lot better now that there's this weird echo and everything going on. But uh, you know, how are you guys? <laughs> We're great. We, I will. You know what? Honestly, I wasn't expecting you to be on video. Billy said you you didn't know. I guess that's my bad. You freeze. How do we stop this echo? <laughs> For the record, we don't hear the echo. Yeah, I don't hear an echo. Oh, you probably have. Uh, right, no, you, you know what? It's because I'm watching it live. Yep. Hold on a second. Let me just... <laughs> yep. There. Is that better? Sounds yeah, we hear you fine. It was always good. I hear you fine. Well, Colin, I, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your Wednesday to join us here on the Range of Things That Happen podcast. So uh, thank you for that. I mean, thank you for having me. Thank you for putting up with the production nonsense. I My apologies. Uh, you know, 
That's uh, listen. I I didn't realize that uh, Sammy Blade was uh, completely out. I've been so busy with work the past couple of days. Didn't know he was like gone for the season. Uh, and I was, yeah, uh, yeah I was uh, at the game on on Sunday. Heard the uh, the Rangers boo birds going nuts on Subban. Um, know that it was gonna end like that. So here we are. What was like the uh, the overall tone when that was going on? Was there like palpable anger in the crowd? I or? mean. There's uh, there was palpable anger every time he touched the puck, like there there is such hatred for PK Subban. I have not, I I can't say that I've been in the garden and have heard that kind of vitriol being spewed from fans outside of anything pertaining to Sidney Crosby. Um, so yeah, it was it was real, it was palpable, and um, thought it was fun though. We beat him, so we lost him. It was a great game to be at. Great it game was. to be at. It was. It was. There we go. That's that's a better camera angle. All right. There we go. Now we're a little there more intimate. Is. Hey, how are you? <laughs> not as, as not as intimate as uh, as bags though. Bags. I'm sorry we we pulled you out of bed, bro. You all right? That's oh, a recliner. That's his spot. He doesn't get out of that chair much. I'm in my kingdom right now. You look like you're in the world's biggest beanbag. I am so envious of you. Like, I, if I had gotten the memo, I would have done this. This is um, this is my my at nightly routine to sit in my chair until I fall asleep, and then I go to bed. My God, you're in greater comfort than Sammy Blaze ACL. Like, you literally look like the tendon that is just floating around in his kneecap right now. Oh, Sammy. <laughs> Jeez, no, nah, that's fine. We don't, we don't care. We'll, I'll, I'll do stop whatever. video. I'll just, I'll mute myself. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> well, it's been great. Yeah, that's awesome. as, as I'm, as I'm hearing you now, Colin, I can. It's, it's, it's a familiar voice for, uh, the, for. Uh, actually, I'm only, I'm the only Met fan here tonight. The two other Met fans couldn't make it tonight, but uh, the voice uh, is familiar yeah. from City Field. Uh, so that's kind of cool. I guess I mean my apologies. Uh, you've had to put up with me for the past four seasons, yelling at well, no three because no one was there for uh, uh, for last year, uh, not this past season. But um, you know, my apologies for yelling at you for three hours at a time every time you were there. Were, were you when when fans weren't there? Were you still working there? Like, was it still going on, or was that like you guys weren't allowed in because of protocol or whatever? I'm um, I'm glad you asked that question because uh, not only that, but I learned that I was an essential worker oh. in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, apparently, you can't uh, be introduced into a game as a substitution um, or otherwise without the PA announcer actually bringing you into the game. So I never knew it's a yeah. it's a that's a rule. Um, oh. I guess so. It's Major League Baseball, man. It, there's <laughs> the, the, the rule is there are no rules. It, it is a game based entirely on opinions. You've got a bunch of overweight men dressed in black saying, nope, that's a strike. Nope, that's a ball. No, nope, that should have been caught. Like, that's this is Major League Baseball, man. This is what we do. <laughs> it was Pretty supposed cool. to elicit a lot more laughter. This is a tough crowd on a Wednesday night. It's awesome. Uh, I, I, my question is, like, how do you... Where did you start? Like, where, how do you get that job? Um, it literally is like anything else in uh, in the world. It's being in the right place at the right time and knowing the right people. It's networking. It's a whole lot of who you know, not what you know. Um, I was literally bartending. 
and met a gentleman who was working uh, in production for the Mets. Um, and the same bar that uh, uh, that they gave me my wife, uh, where you know that I met my wife, we were coworkers. Um, gave me the the gentleman who ended up being my boss and gave me the job with the Mets. Um, this was after a career of uh, various forms of entertainment and sports broadcasting um, here and there and everywhere, but uh, it it just it all just kind of came together um, and. Luckily, the, the, the Wilpons and people in production enjoyed my voice and said, hey, we want this guy to yell at our crowd for three hours at a time. So here we are. Awesome. That is the, that is the Cliff's Notes version, by the way. <laughs> That's fine. You seem Cliff like you'd be a bartender. You must have been a great bartender. I was a phenomenal bartender. <laughs> What's your, what was your favorite drink to make? Whiskey. Nice. Keep it, keep it simple. <laughs> No, I made a, um, I made a, I made a mean margarita. Um, okay. I actually went head to head with uh, one of my co-bartenders. We used to work together on Friday nights when the bar was packed, and uh, he was from Mexico, and I'm from Connecticut, and we had a head to head margarita competition of a uh, a flavored margarita, like a, a fruity margarita, a spicy margarita, and a regular margarita, and I swept them. I, oh. uh, a gringo from Connecticut swept a an authentic Mexican making margarita. So, um, I guess that that's my best drink. But uh, shot of whiskey, really good at that. You, you so you were that good, and you were willing to just give it up for this measly, you know, PA job. Listen, man, we all make sa- uh, sacrifices <laughs> in this life, and you know, um, my my wife made one by marrying me. Um, you know, and like, listen, this is it's the way things go. You never really know how things are going to turn out, and I figured, why not try addressing thirty thousand people per night and get paid to watch baseball as opposed to just getting tax free yeah. money by making drinks for people who don't say thanks. <laughs> I made the right call. Yeah, it's also awesome. oh, you, you get to go to like every big game and uh, like the playoffs. I know they haven't been there lately. Oh, but, come on, uh, relax, relax on that. But, like if no, I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> he gets to go to all these big games, watch them, and he's working. That's that's like a dream job right there. No, it is. It's truly a dream job. Like it is best summer job in the world. Like my first summer job, I was 10 years old, and it was kind of a job I put upon myself. I started. Um, going to my family belongs to this like little beach club, and like I, I started bringing people's chairs and umbrellas down and getting tips, and I was just like, "This is awesome!" People are handing me cash. Thought <laughs> that was the best summer job ever. Um, Thirty years later, I was wrong. Yeah, awesome. I was wrong. I don't know. You know, who, Cabana who Boy trust, sounds pretty good. Who, <laughs> trust who? Trust the uh, the ingenuity and um, and foresight of a ten year old. No one. <laughs> well, I, have, I, have, does. I have to ask you one Mets question before we get into the Rangers. Cindergard. Oh. Um, he's gone. And they, and, and they hired Billy Epler. Just your thoughts so far on the Mets offseason real quick, because this is not a Mets podcast, but yeah, we have to ask. It is. I mean, there's still blue in there, so that works. Um, listen, it's, it's, it's tough right now, and... 
everyone's got their own agenda. So whatever happens to the GM, you know, Epler, I'm I'm more than happy. We've got someone who actually knows baseball, you know, and, and there were a lot of jokes about like, hey, Colin, are you going to be signed as the GM? And I'm like, haha, that's funny. But should I actually submit my resume? <laughs> um, and uh, you got it in with the people, you know, you know, the right people. Um, <laughs> no, no, no one talks to the PA announcer. I'm, I'm in a small padded cell somewhere on radio row. It's basically a, a pimple on the large back of greatness. That is, um, the broadcast, uh, row there, but, um, with Sin with Syndergaard, um, say lovey. I mean, you know, anyone coming back from Tommy John surgery is, it's going to be hit or miss. Um, and at, literally works either way for a pitcher. It's either going to be hit or miss. So uh, what I saw of him in the two innings that he pitched uh, in September, and I got to see it live for one of them, uh, he looked fantastic. But I don't, I don't, I, listen, it, it, this, it's an industry, it's a business. I don't, I don't care. Like there, there are going to be others, you know, there, loyalty is there for the players that you care about. And it's a business at the end of the day. And some of them just don't care. He made some comments that said he wanted to come back. He clearly didn't. Um, and it, it works both ways. It's it's an ugly situation, but such is business in general. So I wish him nothing but the best of luck in the American League, but I honestly, I, there are bigger fish to fry here. I have also been trying to care and have not been able to. It, it yeah. doesn't bother me. All right, goodbye. Get out. Take the the incredible amount of money you're getting for a guy that really hasn't pitched in two years and enjoy it. Enjoy it on the West coast. Get the hell out. You said it better than me. So hey, let's so talk about what the Ranger. Think, oh, sorry. What about no, no <laughs> Syndergaard? You care? No, not, not at all. I didn't think so. I think I might be a blessing in disguise for the Mets. Yeah. We got Yankee fans here. Except for me. The, the two other Mets fans aren't here. There one yeah. moment, Bill. We talk about the Mets every podcast, and we always get mad. Yep. There one moment, and they screwed it up. Listen, at the end of the day, I'd rather be in the middle of a rebuild than have like high hopes and just have them dashed by the teams you hate most. So in the playoffs, so you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Let's move on to the Rangers. Uh <laughs> We're doing very well here. This is going well production-wise for my aspect. I am. Are you happy you have me on right now, Ricky? Is this? I could not be happier. Of? And more. And more. Because I, I there, talk, there's a, there's a, yeah, I need to, uh, I mean, obviously you're at the game the other night and you're probably a busy guy. So from what you've seen so far this season, what are you most pleasantly surprised by? Evolution of this team. Um, you know, things looked uh, pretty dicey. And obviously, when you've got a new regime and you're rebuilding a team to Jim Dolan's liking, which I am not okay with, but I do believe the team needed to be grittier. Um, evolution has been a lot of fun to watch. Um, granted, a new regime did not immediately click or gel with Panarin or Zabinajad, but other players have been stepping up. Uh, Shesterkin is turning out to be what we hoped he would be. Um, he, I was a goalie for 14 years. He does stuff that I would never even dreamt of. And my goaltending idol was Mike Richter, but as a goalie was Dominic Hasek because he was so unorthodox and was, you know, butterfly, flop yourself in any way possible just to stop the puck. Doesn't matter what you do. 
Sturkin has taken the hybrid into like a tribrid. Like he is doing things with his body and with his legs that has foresight. Um, that it it's it's Wayne Gretzky esque as a goalie, which is high praise and doesn't probably make sense if you're not a goalie, but. He's literally setting his body up to be where the puck is supposed to be, and that's what Wayne Gretzky did when he was addressing the puck and moving down the ice. He wanted to address where the puck was going to be uh, before it got there. Um, love what he's doing. Um, Georgiev is is doing what you know he can do. He could be a starter for a number of teams on uh, in in the NHL right now. Um, Lafreniere, I think, has turned a corner, and I think it's finally the corner we've all been waiting for. I think the game against the Devils was a very different Lafreniere than I've seen um, pretty much since when he started. Uh, I think he's starting to come into his own. He's starting to get that confidence, and I think uh, the the new regime is is kind of promoting that. And I like the fact that the the Rangers are grittier. Um, I love that that Reeves fight. I mean, that was that was a stare. That was that was WWE worthy. Yeah, like that was, that awesome. was a stare down. That was just like, you sure you want to do this? <laughs> and it was just, it was just like, I mean, at that, this point, it's just like you don't run away. You, you have to. Yeah, there was nowhere to hide at that point. That poor kid. No. Oh, and and Reeves is just like, dude. Oh God, I'm sorry. I have to do this to you. <laughs> I'm gonna and do it though. It, I'm, I'm absolutely gonna do it. It yeah, was fantastic. And it was, 100% worth it. And anything against the Montreal Canadiens, I know as Rangers fans, we are supposed to hate Islanders first and foremost. I, I have kind of a tie between the Canadiens and the Islanders. I despite. Okay, this. You guys ready for a therapy <laughs> session? You got it. Go ahead. <laughs> it does well. It. I see you on the couch here. So, um, what is it? Uh, well, I'm glad you asked, therapist. It's. In fact, all right, so I, so many Islander, I'm sorry, Rangers, uh, Canadians games I went to growing up uh, where Canadians fans infiltrated the garden in, like, full force. I, I have a feeling they, like, beat up Rangers fans. on the, they, They've beaten up fans before. Why wouldn't they? Um, beat up Rangers fans to take their tickets and, and take over the garden. And then just swear at anyone. A small child, old man going to his last Rangers game before he dies, and, and just swear at them in French, <laughs> Indian. And I'm and, and I remember watching this and being like, first of all, why are you so obnoxious? Second of all, who do you think you're offending by swearing at someone in French Canadian? It's French. It's a romance language. It, it, no, it is not. God, it's not even a bromance language. It is horrendous. Anyway, so I and I was just disgusted with their behavior. Um, Islanders fans, you know, whatever. I working for the Mets. I work with a lot of Islanders fans, um, and I, I've I've come to this weird impasse where I want the Islanders to do well enough so that the Rangers and the Islanders play against each other in the playoffs. Because I grew up in an era where Rangers, Islanders, Rangers, Devils was a part of the most formative years of my life. It has been devoid of my life ever since. So getting back to the original question at hand, 
the other night watching, or the original point at hand, the, watching the other night, what was that last night? Watching a ranger beat the living piss out of a Canadian. So gratifying. Like it just, <laughs> it felt so right. You know what I mean? Like it was just, it was perfect. I honestly, I harbor more anger these days towards the Canadians, especially after their playoff run last year, than you do towards the Islanders. And you know what? Rangers fans can come at me, but like, for real, I I just, I hate Montreal so much. <laughs> I mean, you're probably excited that they, they stink right now. They're just, they're not very good. Um, and I love it. And the worst part is, it's early on in the season. I heard you guys talking about this before, but like, NHL, a, a team can totally turn it around uh, and and do it by the All Star break. Probably better than any other team in any other of the top four sports in North America. Uh, you can make that that trade. Baseball is probably a close second, but in in the NHL, you can turn it all around. We've seen it countless times. Yeah, and I fully expect the Islanders to do that this year. Percent, you know the and they've got they've got Lamorello like they've yeah. got Trotz, got two of the like they've got the foundation for greatness. Even if they 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 could put a peewee team out there, no, <laughs> I don't like saying it either. <laughs> I just I I and I I hate him. Was that the boo sound from NHL '94? <laughs> hold on, it sounds like it. It definitely was. It's close. Which is one of the greatest video games of all time. 100%. Hands down. I so, Sega Genesis, I, I would play the hell out of that. Colin, one of our guys that's not here tonight, his name is AJ. He, uh, he wanted me to ask you this question. I'm gonna, he quoted it. I'm going to read it exactly as he wrote it. This is him talking now. I perused your Twitter, and I see that you're frustrated, as we all are, by the fact that OBJ is still making headlines. Who's the one guy in the NHL whose level of media coverage frustrates you as much as OBJ? Thank you, AJ. That's a good question. Or, uh, he should have said, is there anyone in the NHL who's, they don't really get much media coverage. If you had to pick a I guy, was I guess. Say, it, it literally, like, I was dumbfounded because I'm like, wait, are you, are you trying to kind of propose the idea that the NHL gets coverage at all outside of the NHL network? Like uh, they're on TNT now. Like what? What? What's happening with the NHL? Like that's that's our coverage. Um, they're trying. Uh, yeah. As long as Catherine Tappan's on, I guess. Um, yes, sir. Uh, uh, that was meant begrudgingly. Um, I, you know, I any um, she married a devil. Like I'm sorry, she's. <laughs> Who did she marry? Uh, God, I forget. Uh, did she, um, oh, it was Mitch catching me after a very long day. Oh, Billy, you beat me to it. I was gonna say, Mitch, yeah, someone, someone get quick on the Google, please. <laughs> yeah, Billy, who's Catherine Tappen married to? All right, figure the, it the out. Devil. Is it Marty Brodeur? You married a bunch of people. No, he's married to no, his sister. He, no, he didn't oh, marry them. Right. Oh, that's true. He, <clears throat> he, 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 oh, it's a, it's her former husband. Oh, it's Jay Leach. Oh, they ah. got divorced. They got divorced in 2014. Ah, oh, love he, is he, dead. Oh, you didn't hear? 
True Love is dead. You know what? You know what probably happened there. The Rangers made a run to the Stanley Cup, and she was rooting for them. And he was like, "We're done here." Yep. We can only hope. I don't know. Anyway, a run that along the, the way they knocked out the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah, Mem- memorably. I have, a, uh, Marty, <clears throat> I have a Marty St. Louis jersey because he was my favorite player in the NHL outside of the Rangers, um, and maybe my favorite player in the NHL of all time. Um, outside of Paul Correa, um, you know, like players that were not Rangers that I love to watch. <clears throat> those those were the two. And so I got a Marty St. Louis jersey, and I wore it throughout um, those playoffs. And it because when we traded for him, I was like, this is the best thing ever. And um, ever since then, every time I don the St. Louis jersey, lose. And so I can't wear it anymore. I just, I can't, it's the weirdest. I don't know what it is. But if you keep um, wearing it, eventually they will win law of averages. Yeah. The law of averages is not working for me, Ricky. Um, it is, <laughs> it's basically like betting on, on crypto that's named like Roder coin, you know, like it is just like, Oh, that's cute. I'm going to throw $5,000 into it. And then I'm going to owe someone $5,000 in the, uh, the crypto internet, uh, metaverse. Um, Getting back to the question, anything pertaining to um, Sidney Crosby, I just, I can't get over my disdain for him. Just can't. Or um, should you? Yeah. I, it, it's just, my father-in-law is a Pittsburgh Penguins fan. He's from Pittsburgh. I can't hold it against him. Um, I do think that the Penguins have one of the best jerseys in the NHL, but I hate them uh, with an unbridled passion. I watched... Ariel Lemieux scored five goals against the Rangers in the Garden in in uh, a ten five debacle um, twenty almost thirty years ago. But I have my respect for Pittsburgh, but I just I will never be able to respect Sidney Crosby. I just can't. So anytime he makes headlines in any capacity, um, this is obviously going to be uh, not an evergreen take. But for now and for the past. And 15 years, however long that idiot's been in this league, um, it's Sidney Crosby. I just despise him. Hope that answers your question, AJ. Wherever you are. And OBJ. Right. Real quick, the best Rangers moment you were present in the garden for? For me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's, uh, that's a great question. Um Hey, tune in tomorrow for another great episode. <laughs> Andrew things have happened. Um, there's, there's, there've been quite a few. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, it, it's, it's gonna have to be Matto, 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 Stefan oh, well. Matto. You were there oh. for that. Fantastic. Oh, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Um, how, there's a, there's a lot of others. Like, how can that not be the clear number one? Well, you, you want to make sure you give the right answer. I mean, there's only so many times I'm going to be invited onto this podcast after the debacle it's been. <laughs> and I know you guys are regretting every minute of it. So I want to make sure that I get it right. Um, but I, I, but in all seriousness, I had a great conversation with Howie Rose um, about that call and what happened with it. And 
he disclosed something that I would never have imagined. Now, I worked as a sports broadcaster. When you're calling a big game, you have uh, certain calls ready. Like you have things jotted down for situational things. You want to make sure you get it right. And any broadcaster who says they, they don't is full of crap or they're um, Joe Buck. And so he... Uh, so he <laughs> He had he had um, the Rangers have one more hill to climb, baby, lined up until point seven seconds left in the third period. The game was tied oh, by the uh, Devils. Oh, he had that thing in the pocket, ready to go, ready to go, oh. and um, didn't know what to do with it. You know, didn't know what to make of it, and then it was just th- that goal happened in in such of a haphazard way, in the most awkward wraparound that you, you could ask for. But you know what? The if you're going to win the Stanley Cup, you need puck luck, and the Rangers had it that year. Yep. Um, and sure. haven't had it since. Um, and uh, <laughs> and so that the puck crossed the line, and Howie Rose did what any good broadcaster is going to do. And reacted like a fan. And he just went ballistic, called out the name three times in a row, didn't even look down at his sheet of paper, and said, "In the New York Rangers have one more hill to climb, baby. Uh, and the rest is history. But he he did not intend for it to come out that way. It just did. And um, Matt Toe was at a, a Mets game this past season, and a buddy of mine reached out and said, hey, Stefan's going to be at the game. We should make something happen because, uh, you know, Howie's a little under the weather. He's probably not going to make it through the rest of the season before he has to get some surgery done and so on. Um, do you want to make something happen? And I wasn't actually calling the game, but made it made it work. And they, um, again, there's a strong contingency of Islanders fans in, in the Mets universe. Uh, but they put it up on the screen. Stefan Matteau, they had him seated in front of Howie, stood up. Uh, thanked the crowd, turned around, how he reached out from the window, had a handshake, and I watched from home and lost my marbles. It's like, <laughs> this is probably the coolest thing that's ever happened to me outside of the garden pertaining that's to the awesome. 94 Rangers. So. That's awesome. How I you all the short answers tonight. Rangers. <laughs> What's that? Howie made that call, and then the next round, Sam Rose and Jinx the Rangers by saying this one will last a lifetime. And so yeah, far it has. I mean, listen, we're also talking about a Sam Rosen who's called uh, oh, yeah. Henrik Lundqvist like 14 different names. Uh, Shesterkin, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's like turned into, I like the way you work it, no diggity. Like he's, Sam is all over the place. Like no, you can't. But he's a national know. treasure. You know what? He's I love a him. sweetheart. He's a great guy. And he's he's called more saves that have hit the post like in the past couple <laughs> of years. Where you clearly hit it, hit hear the you clearly hear it hit the post, and save. Yeah, what a save. it happens off. It happens often. Oh, <laughs> uh, Al, would you would you compare him to? I don't know. Let me think of a broadcaster. John Sterling. Uh, it is yeah. hot. It is hard. <laughs> it is like the wild card game this year. Hey, they in the playoffs, right? Like the wild card game. <laughs> uh, wild card game. Any game. Any game that ends in a on the yes. day that ends in the letter Y. John Sterling's going to be like, oh, it, it is high. It is far. It is caught by the pitcher. Didn't have the shoes. How about that, Susan? Anyway. That's a phenomenal. Sorry about John the first Sterling. pair of shoes I bought. 
<laughs> and she turns into the Mars Attacks alien. She's just like, Roger Clemens is in George Steinbrenner's box. <laughs> oh my grace. Oh my God. Goodness gracious. He's not wrong. Of course not. Well, uh, Colin, I got two more questions for you. Neither one of them are related to the Rangers. Um, you, oh, I, I actually came to connect with you through a mutual friend named Gary. Uh, you throw darts with him, yes? I mean, I... I you have there, thrown darts with him. I have thrown darts with Gary, yeah. So... Oh, God. How, how's, yeah, really. how's his game? Because uh, <laughs> around our neighborhood, he, he's... People consider him some kind of dart shark. Um... What's what's your opinion on that? He's far better than me, I can tell you that. Um, but I'm I also haven't tried to play competitive darts, well, competitively in like 16 years. So um, if I if I put the kind of attention to it uh, that that he does, um, it would probably be pretty good. I actually broadcast darts now. I did nice. I did the wise thing. When you don't make it in the game you want <laughs> to excel at. You become a broadcaster for it or a fan for it. Um, the best part about making it as a broadcaster is you get paid to watch. Uh, otherwise, you have to pay to watch. So I, I will I will probably see him this weekend. Uh, the North American Championship with the Championship Dart Circuit is happening in Queens. And uh, I will be broadcasting wow. that internationally. Um, uh, and it's going to be live stream with the PDC, the people that have the, the national championship with all the people that dress up in costumes and dance around and drink pitchers of beer. And then <laughs> people that are dressed well, throwing darts on a stage. Um, they're actually going to be live streaming it, uh, this weekend. So I'll probably see Gary, um, and tell him to his face. Yeah. You're going to beat me in darts because I don't practice. <laughs> and he, he beats a lot of people. Uh, and we ask this question to every guest. Uh, if you could have one fast food chain only for the rest of your life, which would it be? I mean, it, it's, it's. Alan <laughs> <laughs> Gazelle, everybody. Hey. It, it's going to. It, it, based on on um, the French fries alone, it's gonna be McDonald's. I mean, it's gonna be McDonald's. I can do a Big Mac. I can do their chicken nuggets. Um, my wife and I, I are agree. big fans of the sauces. I mean, it's it's McDonald's. It's McDonald's. It's McDonald's. It's, we've had some wacky answers. That should be the answer. We've it's had McDonald's. We've had some weird stuff said. So I, I'm I'm glad you said that. Like what? What it's that? I don't know. What, well, what, what do we have? Like what? What, what have we had, Bill? Some weird shit like Wawa. Wow, but we well, let that yeah, slide. Yeah. We got that. But I mean, I it's not really fast, fast food. food. It's no, we let it slide though. Seven Eleven with a gas station attached yeah. to it. <laughs> I see that people are attached to for some reason. We were generous and we let that one slide. Uh, didn't someone say so, a Waffle that's House? Super generous. Or, or no, they said IHOP. They said IHOP. I forget who said IHOP. That's not. Well, let's so you sit down at a restaurant. I wonder. Uh, I don't know if I call it fast food. It's not. It's not fast food. If it doesn't have a drive-through, it's not a fast food restaurant. If it is a giant blue Snoopy house, it's an IHOP. <laughs> if it is a gas station with a glorified iced tea dispenser, it's a Wawa. If it has a drive-through <laughs> that may have been a bank at some point, you don't know, but it's got golden arches, it's fast food. 
<laughs> so McDonald's is the, is the only answer. I love it. Love I mean, it. You know, Burger King's got his uh, the Whopper's great. Um, you know, the the spicy chicken sandwich out of uh, out of Wendy's is really really good. Um, but because of the fries alone that are made out of pure you know crack heroin, um, yes. it's, it's McDonald's. Ricky, what did Stat Boy Steve say? Did he say Sonic? I don't remember because that was he might have of, said Sonic. That was, was a long time ago. It was an oddball one that he's like, I was out in Buffalo and it was like three in the morning. I had to get a burger and I was doing some work. But at least Sonic, you could dr you drive up to it. I guess, yeah. So, or they roll or blade that, you, that whatever. Person you're, the person you're talking about is they are, are they still alive? Yes, and well, huh. Sonic is trying to kill everyone. <laughs> Sonic has no interest in maintaining customers. They are systematically trying to kill people faster than COVID. <laughs> My God, How do you really feel about Sonic? Tell us, tell us how you really feel about him. Oh, I think they're misunderstood. I think they're the second coming of McDonald's. I'm just trying to make sure that I don't have people clogging the line for Sonic because <laughs> I've discredited them on this fine podcast. So um, Sonic is is outstanding. I love it. Um, you know, just don't get in my way when I'm trying to get my Sonic. Sonic's awful. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, that might become the title. When Sonic, I Sonic is Drano for the soul. I think I've only ever had like a, a sponsor. Like a cherry limeade from Sonic, but I never had their food. I guess I won't now. I don't think I've ever had it either. There's one all the way out on the for island. the New York Riptide. No, there's no sponsor for the Mets or the Riptide. Um, our sponsor is Chick fil A. Um, and they Delicious. have fine, fine chicken biscuits uh, in the morning and what have you. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm such right, well, a shell. Colin, sure you we, want uh, to the show. We actually really appreciate this. you coming on. Um, Can you edit it? it was, Can you get me no, out of it? This was no, live. No, this no. was great. It will uh, it will stay what? as such. Um, I'm also really glad that we have a verbal agreement for me to come to City Field this summer and announce uh, the Mets lineup for one inning. I'm glad we put that on. We put pen to paper on that. Um, <laughs> I'm now batting for the Mets. You know, I, we can we can work something out. You're going. Be careful it's making that agreement with him because his head will get bigger than it already is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway seriously colin uh thank you so much for taking time out of your wednesday uh to join us here it was a great time uh if you come back on a friday we'll all be drunk and it's an even better time so uh you're more than welcome to come back anytime well th thanks for lying to me and saying that it was a pleasure i appreciate being lied to to my face uh thank you for reminding me that it is in fact wednesday i've lost all track of time and uh uh, by all means, if um, you want to see how strong the security is at, at City Field, please come into my booth and try to announce for me. Deal. Game is on. Fantastic. But, let's uh, go Rangers. At the end of the day, let's go Rangers. Am I right? I mean, like something we could all agree on. We're in a rebuild and there's a reason to be excited now. Absolutely. Even if we make it up and lose, just like every other coach that we, we hire, at, at least we make it to the cup and make it a memorable. And I'm going to go out there and say right now, let's go Islanders until you lose in five games against the Rangers in round one. But I want a Rangers-Islanders playoff. So go ahead, Islanders. Enjoy your yeah, new bar. Yeah. Good I'll luck. Take I'll take that. I would take it. I would sign up for that. I would sign up for that. Shut up, Billy. <laughs> I already did. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Colin. Continued success. Yeah, thanks, we will hear yeah, you over the thanks. summer at City Field for sure. And uh, you're right. Let's go, Rangers. Yes, sir. Thank Appreciate you. Great. Have a great night. Thank you. Thank you.
Rochelle. What a show. Rochelle, what a guy. What he what a show. He is awesome. But I yeah, when you when you hear his voice, Mine? and it's like you've heard that voice before. Yes. In in the ballpark, it's just it's it's wild. He does it's have so a great cool. voice. I gotta go check my router. He's got, he's got a he's got a great voice. The one time AJ doesn't come on the show, we talk about baseball for ten minutes. Well, you know what? He's a prick, and uh, the pricks get what they deserve, right? AJ, I know he's watching. Uh, yeah, he's probably pissed off about it. And your AJ, your question was pretty much flawed, uh, and I should have I, I kind of realized that as I was reading it because no one in the NHL really gets media coverage. Um, no. And I figured he would say Crosby. I figured. The same way as he did with Sidney Crosby. I was the only one that was coming to mind when uh, you asked that question. I was saying to myself, well, the only one that really comes to mind to me is really Sidney Crosby that gets any type of uh, attention. Thanks. You're wearing a muscle shirt? Yeah. Oh, is your shirt coming yeah. off? Yeah. <laughs> muscle shirt. You have sleeves on that shirt? No. Duff, be nice. Duff Brewery. Oh, God. Duff Brewery, babe. All right. It's. Uh, we're we're going on an hour. Let's play trivia, Bill. Cue it up. Trivia. Yes. Trivia. 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 So, Bill, if you can quickly give us the standings. All right. In first, we have Ricky with six correct. In second, Bino with five. In third, Bags with four from, from Friday. Friday. Uh, in fourth, four, right? You have four. You got four right last week. Yes. In uh, fourth, we have Andrew with three. Tied for fifth, we have AJ and Al with one. And bringing up the rear is Cobb with nothing. Huh. <laughs> All right, Bill. So you have you have questions from Cobb, from AJ, and from Bino. So let's get those out of the way. All right. No one correct Billy on his uh, pronunciation. <laughs> He's gonna butcher some names. So we'll look, we look forward to that. This is Cobb's. Besides Mika Zibanejad, who are the only two players to score 30 goals for both the Rangers and the Ottawa Senators? Oh. Interesting. Oh, I didn't get my music queued up. Oh, well. Wait, besides Zibanejad, who are the, the only other two? To score at least, I guess it's at least 30 goals for both the Rangers and the Senators. There's two of them? There's two of them. Oh my god! Oh my god! Why am I completely blanking on this one? If I'll give you a hint, if if Cobb didn't have a typo, they both have thirty-two goals with the Senators. The fuck! In a in a, in a single season. I that that was not it's given two players. That was not given to me, and I didn't look that up. It's two players who have scored thirty goals for both the Rangers, at least thirty goals for both the Rangers and the Senators. Oh, okay. The, uh, well, if it's not a single season, then I. Make a guess on one of them. Is it a two-point question? Uh, yeah, you know what? We'll do that since, you know. We'll give you a point each. Damn. I can't, I can't think of it. I can't think of a second one, so. I think we just got uh, I can think of one maybe, but. This question's flawed. I mean, is it a single season? Is it lifetime? Whatever. Okay. I'm ready to flip if you guys are ready to flip. Flip them. Uh... How do I not think of Broussard? Al got one of them. Alexei Kovalev. It's got to be career. Ex- Alexei Kovalev and Derek Kovalev. Broussard. Alexei Kovalev, you bitch. Kovalev, whatever. Uh, he, Kovalev, that's not – there's no way Broussard scored 30 in a season, so that's got to be like – He didn't say a season. Career was. Yeah, I guess right. it was – I, I disagree with the question. Cobb floored it. 
Alexi had 142 with the Rangers, 32 with the Senators. Broussard had 69 with the Rangers. Nice. And 32 with the Senators. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. Yeah, all right. I, I, I misheard the question. I thought it was in one season. I'm over here trying yeah, to think of who did that. I, yeah. That's blame Cobb. Yell at your roommate. All right. Nah. You ready for Beano's? Yes. Sure. The Rangers beat the Canadians yesterday. It was their 200th win against Montreal. How many times have the Rangers beat the Toronto Maple Leafs? This is multiple choice. A, 233, B, 288, or C, 219? Say that again. Uh, the Rangers. Just the, just, the num- just the numbers. Oh, I'm half an idiot. 223, 288, or 219? Say it one more time. 223, 288, or 219. Are we ready? Flip them. Yep. 223. What did Bags write? Bags I wrote 219. Yeah. Build on the lead. All right. All right. Give us AJs. Alexi Kovalev leads all Russian-born New York Rangers in scoring. What player is number two among Russian-born players on the Rangers' all-time scoring list. All right, I wasn't listening. Say it again. Alexei Kovalev leads all Russian-born New York Rangers in scoring. What player is number two among Russian-born players on the Rangers' all-time scoring list? Rangers' all-time scoring list. No, Alexa, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Alexei Kovalev is number one. Yes. Who's I'm just number trying to two? see if AJ, if AJ went obvious with it or... Well, I don't know if it's obvious because it's number two on the list, so it's not... It's not like a trick. No, I mean, like, <laughs> is it someone currently playing for the Rangers? Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, that I don't know. I could be completely wrong here. Are we ready? I'm definitely wrong. I'm, I'm ready. All right. One Flip second. Up. Oh, nope, nope. One second. All right. Flip them. What did you write, Bags? No. Uh, Ricky's I'll correct. Tell me what? Ricky, Ricky, you're correct. Sergey. Sergey Nemchinov. Yes. Yeah. Here we go. Bags, okay, Bags or Al? <laughs> I'll go. Okay. Time for another edition of Canadian or Not Canadian. Oh, boy. Three. Three of okay, them. Three. We'll start with the Rangers are playing the Toronto Maple Leafs tomorrow, so we'll go with two of them. Their Toronto Maple Leafs center, Jack Campbell. Canadian or not Canadian? Isn't he the goalie? The goalie. My bad. It- it's a G. <laughs> okay. 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 Bags. All right, next one. Toronto center, Alexander Kerfoot. Canadian or not Canadian? Okay. And third, I think it's a layup. Brooks Orpik, Canadian or not Canadian? He still plays hockey? He plays with the Toronto Maple Leafs? No, he's not on the Maple Leafs. Oh, you're just the first. That's just the throw-in, right? They're gonna get a point okay. for each, correct, Al? 
A point for each correct. Okay. Okay. Bags, you ready? Yeah. All right, flip it. Okay. Jack Campbell from Toronto. Bags, what did you even write? He wrote not, not, and then he wrote no. Canadian. All Canadian. Right. Jack Campbell, from the goalie from the Maple Leafs, is not Canadian. Alexander Kerfoot, the Toronto center, is Canadian. Oh, is he? And Brooks Orpik is not Canadian. Okay, I got two out of three there. Two out of three. I got two Biggs out of three. Got, Biggs got two out of three. Where's Where's Kerfoot from? Uh, Vancouver. Canada. Oh, Canada. All right, Bags, hit us with your trivia question. All right. This might be a layup. Who knows? Uh, what is that noise? Uh, <laughs> in 2002, at the trade deadline, the Rangers made a deal with the Florida Panthers to bring in this former Vancouver Canuck. God. In 2002? Yes. The Rangers made a deal with the Florida Panthers to bring in this former Vancouver Canuck. I got this. I think so. I'm ready to flip when you are, Al. I'm ready. Go. What does that say, uh, Ricky? Ricky, no Kirk McLean. Nope. Not Kirk McLean? Nope. Who would you write out? I said Anson Carter. Nope. The the correct answer is Pavel Burry. Uh, Oh, you fuck. Anson Carter came from the... uh, No, wait. Forget it. He was traded to the Capitals for Yager. Ah. Ure. And it was kind of a layup, and we missed it. Even Patrick Ewing missed layups. All right. I was thinking about that earlier. I wonder if, the, if this would be an e- too easy or not, but who knows? Do we have a question. who am I? No, I didn't do my trivia question. Oh. Settle down, Al. We know it's almost Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Game 7 of the 2015 Eastern Conference Semifinals. Caps at Rangers, that are known to us as the Stepan Game. Had the highest average ticket price ever for a non-Stanley Cup game. What was the average price per ticket? We're going prices right rules. The closest without going over gets the point. What was the average ticket price? It was the highest ever for a non-Stanley Cup game. Caps Rangers game seven. What was the average price per ticket? Closest without going over gets the point. So it's up for grab. One point up for grab. You All could right. go. You can go a dollar and hope the other person goes over. Price is right rules. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Flip them. 225 for bags, 275 for Al. The average ticket price for game seven of the 2015 Eastern Conference Finals, $824. What? He has way undershot it, and Alex <laughs> gets the point. <laughs> wow. 
Holy crap. It was the highest ever for a non Stanley Cup. You think it was only 200 Jeez. bucks? I'm paying 600 to go see Lundqvist get his banner raised. $824 oh, on average per ticket. At the well, the reason why like I the lowest seven. I'm an idiot. Uh, yeah, well, the reason I'm thinking, because when I went to the Eastern Conference Finals that year with Alex, it was like uh, the tickets were like $190 a piece. That that's wasn't a game seven. It was game one, but that's why <sighs> I wasn't really sure. So. You still get shot. Semis. Eight twenty four a ticket on average. <coughs> Take it out Pretty of remarkable. And I believe we do have a Who Am I, Bill. Cue the music. Who am I? Bino's not here, but he hits us with a trivia question and with a Who Am I. This current member of the New York Rangers was originally drafted by the Toronto Maple Leafs 62nd overall in the 2010 NHL entry draft. This is his second stint with the Rangers. He has appeared in eight games this season, posting zero goals, zero assists, zero penalty minutes, and is currently minus two. His last time with the Rangers was in the 2019 to 2020 season, appearing in 53 games, posting five goals and four assists for nine points, 17 penalty minutes, and again, minus two. Who am I? You going to repeat the whole thing again? Oh, boy. Uh, current member drafted by the Maple Leafs, 62nd in the 2010 draft, second sit with the Rangers, eight games this season, zero goals, zero assists, zero penalties, minus two. Uh, last see, I guess last time with the Rangers was 2019 to 2020, 53 games, five goals, four assists for nine points, 17 penalty minutes, and was again minus two. Who am I? I'm ready to flip. Dave, you ready? He doesn't look ready. Uh, I'm drawing a blank right now. Just go without me on this one. Whip him. Yeah, you both got Greg it. McKay. That was the I easiest mean, who am I he's ever written. He mailed it in because he's, you know, he's on his... I was having a brain fart. I, I, now it hit me. I was having the biggest brain fart in the world. I was going to say his honeymoon, but he's not on his honeymoon. Happy anniversary, Bean. That was a very easy who am I. Uh, I just wanted to make Billy read it twice. Um... Oh, thanks. So t- tomorrow, the Rangers play the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, what are we looking for out of tomorrow's game, boys? Because there's no game Saturday. So yep. I would like a win to carry us through to Sunday uh, when they play Buffalo. Uh, but I don't want a bad taste in my mouth until then. So uh, I would expect that Igor's playing. Uh, I would expect everything else to pretty much stay the same. Um, are they in Buffalo? They're, I think they're in Toronto and then home for Buffalo. I could be wrong, though. The Buffalo yeah, game Sunday or Monday? Sunday, Buffalo. Oh, what, are we look- what are we looking for tomorrow? Continue with check and, uh, you know, a high-quality goaltending by Igor. That's what I want to see. You saw a lot of it in the, in the game against Montreal. I want to see some more of it tomorrow. Toronto is a much better team, so I think it's going to be a little tougher to hold them down. But, yes, yeah, this is a team you, you have to make less mistakes against. Yeah. You can't let them skate all over you. Especially their top guys. So, that's it. this is like, you know, we're in a nice four-game winning streak. You'd feel a lot better about it if they can make it five against this really good team. So, again, it can, anything could happen with Igor and Net and the way they're playing. Uh, I'd like to see Kako keep it rolling. Uh, uh, two games in a row, fine, lightning in a bottle. But let's let's get consistency out of this kid now. He's playing with the right guys. Let's keep it moving. Keep the line moving. Um other than that, yeah, we were. Uh, 
That's what we want. Are there any last words? I mean, Gordon? Any last words, you f***ing donkeys? Does anyone have any last words to add to the end of our podcast this evening? I'd like to thank Bags for coming on again and uh, yeah, providing us you, with Sean. his insight and his muscle shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gun show, babe. No sleeves, no problem. Reeves did his uh, Hulk Hogan impression. I'm sure Bags liked that last night. I, I got a little chuckle out of it when I was watching it. I thought you said I got a little chubby Chub. out of it. Oh, that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear uh, Lord. Thank you very much for having me on. Uh, I mean, like I said, uh, I was skeptical about coming on these podcasts at first because I wasn't sure what I could be able to offer to the table, but I'm happy to help out uh, when you guys need my help. Come on hey. anytime. Yeah, welcome anytime, any week. Especially right, for the live. the live ones are a lot of fun. You got to come to all those. I like the live ones, you know, because uh, I could drink and uh, make fun of you straight to your face. Yeah, it's, it's always good. That's why we like it. <laughs> I uh, I would uh, I'd like to circle back to Bino again and wish him an actual happy anniversary, not um, not sarcastically. Uh, that's why Bino's it's not with us tonight. Happy anniversary, Bino, to you and your wife. Happy anniversary, Bino and Kristen. Hope you enjoyed dinner. Uh, AJ, you really missed out on some solid Mets talk. We're not starting a Mets podcast, so you missed your moment. A huge thanks to Colin Kozell for coming on tonight. Uh, great guy, great voice. Uh, a familiar voice to all of us Mets fans, and he did a great job, and uh, I hope he's right. I hope we get to see a classic Ranger-Islander playoff matchup at some point in the future, although it frightens me to the core. Um, it would still be yeah. fun. Uh, but those are my last words. Billy, always thank you for what you do. Uh, we will be back next week to talk about what goes on over the weekend here with uh, Toronto and, and Buffalo. No Ottawa game. It's canceled because of COVID. Uh, so, I, yeah, we might maybe try and sneak a podcast in before Thanksgiving. So I won't wish anyone a Thanksgiving. So uh, on behalf of Sean Bags, Alex, and, of course, William, this has been the Ranger Things Have Happened podcast. One last quick shout-out to our sponsor, Johnny C's Tees, um, Broad Channel New York. Check them out on Instagram. Just search for this. Quality products, anything you need. Johnny C's your guy. This has been the Ranger Things Have Happened podcast. We'll see you next week. Let's go, Rangers. Fuck PK Subban and Brendan Gallagher.